Welcome to Today on Broadway for Wednesday, September 5th, 2018. I'm Broadway World's Matt Tamanini. And I am Broadway star's James Marino. James, before we get started, we wanted to let everybody know that later tonight at 6.50 or 6.45 p.m. for exactly one minute, four Broadway theaters, the Gershwin, the Walter Kerr, the Schoenfeld and the Imperial Theater will dim their lights in recognition of the passing of the great Tony winner, Carol Shelley. Those shows all have to do with uh, the shows that she made uh, uh, famous along with Wicked. Uh, the Odd Couple, she was in Showboat, had a Tony nomination uh, for Billy Elliot, um, and and her last Broadway performance was in Gentleman's Guide to the Curse. So um, I, these always make me a little uncomfortable because, you know, I mean, it, it, they we're not doing it in all the theaters, but some of the theaters are, so it's what the point. But anyway, if you're around those theaters uh, and around 645 tonight, take a look up and, and remember her because I can guarantee you there is nobody who is listening to this. <laughs> podcast who is not familiar with her from either the odd couple or from the cast recording of wicked she's somebody who has left an indelible mark on generations of theater fans yes i couldn't agree more so first up in the news we have uh sutton foster to lead a one-night benefit concert for roundabout Yes, on Tuesday, it was announced that two-time Tony winner and star of the TV Land hit TV series Younger will play Edith Herbert in the Gershwin Trunk Show, My One and Only, on Monday, November 12th at 7.30 p.m. at the Stephen Sondheim Theater. Again, as you said, James, this is a one-night-only benefit concert. The show uh, originally was on Broadway in 1983 and contains songs from the Gershwin Brothers film Funny Face, as well as classics like Swonderful, Nice Work If You Can Get It, and of course, my one and only. It features a book by Peter Stone and Timothy Mayer and will be directed by Rob Ashford, who, of course, choreographed Sutton's first Tony-winning show, Thoroughly Modern Millie. My one and only originally starred Tommy Toon as transatlantic aviator Billy Buck Chandler and Twiggy as Edith. It's just a great name to say, which is the, the role that Sutton's going to play. In addition to starring in it, Tommy Toon is also credited as the co-stager and co-choreographer with Tommy Walsh. It ran on Broadway for almost two years and won three Tony Awards, including two for Toon, Best Choreography, which he shared with Walsh, uh, and Best Actor, and it was nominated for six others. Now, I have to admit, James, this is not one that I know. I was, so I went through kind of, kind of that background because I honestly didn't know this. I, I When I heard this announcement, I thought it was um, me and my girl or something like that. I, I was unfamiliar with my one and only, so I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see what this is about. But – as much as we love getting Sutton on stage, even if it's just for one night, and it's remembered the the last time uh, she was on Broadway in Violet, it started off as a an off center concert, so you never know what can happen with this. But I do find it interesting that Roundabout is doing a concert of a 1980s Gershwin Trunk show when another Gershwin Trunk show, I believe from the 90s, Crazy for You, is trying to get on Broadway this season as well. Do you think we can read anything into that, James? Or is this just different groups doing their own thing and Gershwin, everyone loves Gershwin music, so, you know, no harm, no foul? Or does that? do you think we can read any tea leaves about what this means for Crazy For You? I don't necessarily think that we can read anything into it. Uh, what's interesting is that um, Roundabout has had a number of these one-night-only benefits, and they seem to be working out mm-hmm. really well as a— as a uh, sort of a, you know, a, a fundraiser and a tryout for t- testing the audience and seeing 
hey, this is really interesting, and who knows if if uh, they went to Sutton and said, Sutton, we want to do a one-night thing, what do you want to do? Or if they came to Sutton and said, hey, Sutton, we'd really like to do this because it fits in with the mission of Roundabout Theatre Company. Uh, would you like to come and do this? You know, that's the, that's the question. That's the, I, I'd like to be the fly on the wall during that conversation to see who, where, where the genesis was uh, because certainly there are so many different possibilities that can come out of this, and all of them are wonderful. Uh, well done. Yeah, and considering that Roundabout hasn't done actual musicals for like two years, two and a half years, almost three years, um, yeah, it's nice that they at least do these one-night-only things. I mean, at least they're giving their patrons something. Yeah, and I mean, for Sutton, it's nice work if you can get it. And she can get it if she tries. Yeah, Matt, you're my one and only. Oh, stop it, please, God. <laughs> right. Although, although I, I do have quite a funny face. Oh, you have a face for Broadway radio. <laughs> All right. What did we have in last week's Broadway grosses? Well, the grosses were actually pretty good, James, despite overall experiencing a dip last week. But keep in mind that the vast majority of that dip was concentrated over a small collection of family-friendly shows as well as a partial week of previews replacing the recently closed Hello, Dolly! in the grosses. The nearly $1.6 million dip came exclusively from just seven shows that saw week-to-week decreases. All of the other shows saw increases, and all of them were family-friendly, and one of them, School of Rock, was only in the red for $195. Frozen had the biggest decline at nearly $122,000, but of course, it's Frozen, so it still did extremely well. It was followed by fellow Disney shows Aladdin and the Lion King, then Harry Potter, Anastasia, the play that goes wrong, and then School of Rock. Also figuring into the grosses was that juggernaut uh, of a musical revival hello dolly closed two sundays ago and even though a new show started performances last week it was bernhardt hamlet which made only one hundred nineteen thousand six hundred and four dollars in its first three previews of course it goes without saying that hamilton was on the top of the list with 3.25 million followed by harry potter at 2.15 and the lion king at 2.11 those were followed in descending order by uh, springsteen on broadway again with just four performances frozen dear evan hansen mean girls wicked aladdin pretty woman still doing really well at 1.22 million my fair lady the book of mormon come from away and the phantom of the opera now head over heels still has not announced a closing um, we are at recording after 9 p.m., so normally those come on Tuesdays before half hour. We don't have one as of yet, so we are considering that it's still going forward. It did climb a little bit in the grosses at 256378 but still seems to be much, much lower than they would need to actually even break even on the week. Once on this island was at 432000 Waitress in its final non-Nicolette Robinson week grossed 637000 Again, most shows were steady, even increasing a little bit. So it'll be interesting to see if those remain level, if some of them pick up. We like we've talked about a lot of these jukebox shows do really well in the fall, do even better in the fall than they do in the summer. Uh, and then we've got the two weeks of Broadway week, which, again, uh, is always confusing to me. Uh, that's starting up. So we'll see if those two for one tickets and other discounts have any impact on the grosses next week as well. You know, um, Anastasia keeps on getting in there uh, quietly, uh, quietly a Broadway hit, if one could understand what I'm saying there. Yeah. 
Uh, and they did you see that announcement today with uh, Liz Calloway? Uh, yeah, I was going to wait till we actually had some video with that. Liz and Liz Calloway, the original voice of Anastasia in the film, and Christy Altamir, who is still playing Anastasia on Broadway, they're recording Journey to the Past together for something. I don't remember exactly off the top of my head what it was in support of, but I think it was some charitable cause. Yeah, so they're, they're really making a go of it with, uh, with um, Anastasia and really trying to, you know, just producing, producing, producing really strong numbers that are having there. Um, so, yeah, when, when the video comes out, we should uh, mention it again, and it is a, f- a fundraiser. So uh, what other news do we have? Before we do that, I will say I got to, and I talked about this at the time, I got to see Liz and Christy sing the song together at the Broadway Princess Party back in oh, June. Oh, yeah, that's right. It is amazing. I, again, why Liz is not like just on Broadway all the time will frustrate me for a long time, but uh, I, I can't wait for this video. But in some other news, yesterday, Second Stage announced the cast for the upcoming world premiere of Stephen Levinson's new play, Days of Rage. It will be directed by Trip Coleman. One of Levinson's Dear Evan Hansen stars, Mike Feist, will lead the cast. He'll be joined by Tavi Gevinson, J. Alphonse Nicholson, and Odessa Young. Casting for one other role will be announced soon, and performances for the show begin on October 9th. Also, we need to send out a few Broadway welcomes to a few people and one cast as Tony nominee Haley Kilgore returned to Once on This Island last night following a foot injury. Uh, I think she broke her foot. Was it a break? I don't remember. But she posted some videos of herself rehearsing the choreo over the weekend, and she looked um, like she was back to 100 percent. So congratulations on getting back into the role. Also, as I referenced earlier, Nicolette Robinson took over as the latest Jenna in Broadway's Waitress last night, marking the first time that a woman of color has played the role. So congratulations to her. I mean, just to hear uh, reviews of her performance. And then tonight, the Broadway premiere of The Nap will begin performances at MTC's Samuel J. Friedman Theater. Um, this is a show that I'm really looking forward to. It was written by Richard Bean, the author of the hysterical Tony-winning comedy One Man, Two Governors. has a fantastic cast, including Alexandra Billings, John Ellison Conley, Johanna Day, and more. Should be really fun. It's about snooker, which is like the British version of pool. And that's always fun. But, James, the last story we have today, I, I just I just don't even know. Um, apparently, a GoFundMe has been launched by the creators of the legendary bizarre flop musical from 1989, Star Mites. Hmm. They are looking to raise $25,000 in hopes of getting the show back on Broadway. This money, according to their GoFundMe page, will go directly to, quote, showcases, demo reels, videos, orchestrations, printing, website building, and expenses involved in promotion to the best producers, backers, theater owners, director, designers, choreographers, and creative teams. As of now, I just hit refresh. The campaign has collected 255 of those $25,000 in four days online. Um, Hopefully, I mean, $25,000 probably won't pay for one of those things that it listed um, because those things are all super expensive. But uh, hopefully as this gets out, people will hear about this and maybe contribute because I know a lot of people who love Starmites, even though it's not exactly uh, a mainstream hit that a lot of people know super well. So it's not being produced by Den Cavenport? 
<laughs> I mean, you would think you would think with a GoFundMe that uh, it would. Yeah, I mean, but although they probably would have announced the national tour first. That's true. Coming next year at the Belasco. Oh, I think the Belasco might be busy with the Lyceum. We don't know yet. <laughs> we'll talk to you more about that. Matt, why don't you get us out of here? All right. Thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BWWMatt. And my name is James Marino from BroadwayRadio.com and BroadwayStars.com. Thanks for spending some of your Wednesday with us. And if at uh, 10 a.m. on Wednesday something might happen, uh, you might check the feed here to refresh about 1030 or so. Huh? Hmm? huh? What? Huh? What? I, what? I don't know. Yeah. All right. We'll talk to you then. Oh, 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 oh,